before I die. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't wanna rest. Shorty wanna kids. Tell her early on. I just wanna hit. Rubber band wrist. Snap me like a pig. Runway in my model. Catalog of sits. See me rolling Tupac. I'ma get it on my own. Had to move away to get me closer to the ocean. Seashell. Had to get it myself. At the house since a young and I've been paying my bills. For the longest, I don't need you. All you niggas see through. Round up motherfuckers. I can wait through. Too much money to be making. Need it wide. Work for myself like all you niggas sign it. Look at you probably can Google me, eh? Dr. Bob, what did you do to me, eh? Wake up like, what are you doing today? I'm making first to economy, eh? I'ma go back to hiatus. If these juice won't play this, might die, might die. RP to my day. And welcome to the Cohort Sports Report. My name is Jeff Woodworth, joined in studio by Brendan Flanagan. Flan, you're back. How was your nap last episode? Uh, it was a good nap. It was a good nap? Yeah. Just slept so hard, Just you slept right, right through the back, episode? Went right back to bed. We were, we were gravely concerned about you, Mateo and I, so we're glad that you're back and you're in one piece. Thank you. Um, okay, so today is uh, November 28th, the, the day that we're recording this on a Wednesday. You'll probably listen to this. And the uh, day that they're supposed to drop the new Avengers trailer, but they didn't. Okay. It's very Bullshit. disappointed. Early pop culture update there for you. Um, we are going to be previewing week 13 in the NFL. We are also going to be breaking down some college football stuff. Loaded show. Uh, winners and losers. The wood chipper makes a return. I know. I got some stuff on mine. I want to get off my chest. I don't know if Flan's got some stuff he wants to get mm. off his chest. Uh, today sure. was chest and tries for sure. me today, so I'm feeling real just like, what let's you, go. What are you bench pressing? That's not important. Oh. Um, <laughs> actually, didn't bench. Just went all free weights today. So, wow. Yeah. Just dumbbells, just nothing but dumbbells. So very, I was like, within cool. the within the thirty-five to twenty-five range, I was I have the Bowflex, you know, oh. the shifters, so I could just, you know, yeah, but you know what I'm saying, scrawny dude. I got some, I can lift some weights. All right, um, but then gotta I eat. Go, yeah, I, I, eat. I was eating. I had a big, I had a nice salad with kale. You I had can't a, eat salad. Okay, get big dog. I'm saying, I'm saying, I had, I had salad with a ton of kale. Get lots of iron and some protein in there, and then I had some chicken breast too. So it was just chicken and kale. That's you should what probably I had do that salad with another chicken breast. All right, sorry. Um, and oatmeal. I will <laughs> and brown rice. <laughs> consult you next time. <laughs> That's a myth. That's a myth. What? The brown rice and chicken and uh, it's broccoli. Carbs. It's carbs. It's loaded with carbs and it's low calorie. Mm, yeah, but is it good carbs or bad carbs? It's good carbs. It's not gluten carbs like you're getting from bread. Okay, good call. All right, fair enough. I'll try. All right. Um, anyway, winners, losers. The wood chipper makes a return. The Lytle's locks, power rankings, and then a pop culture update to wrap it all up. Flynn, are you ready? Ready to roll. Word of the day. You keep using the word. I don't think it means what you think it means. Today's word of the day, and we've been getting a lot more simplified with these, Flan, if you've been paying attention to these. Uh, I have not. Okay. Is surus. T-S-U-R-I-S. Surus. It's a noun meaning trouble or woe. So better start paying attention to these words. It's a noun? It's a noun. Surus. Very cool. Yeah. So there was lots of surus. From residual rainfall, I guess you could say. Trouble with the floods. I don't know. I'm pushing it there. All right. But I I, I did know that I a used to. A lot of Surus right in Ruben Foster's past. Ooh, lots. Lots. Maybe even his future. 
as we digress. All right, now it's time for winners and losers. There are winners. I'm by winning. Winner, winner, ultimate winner. Wow, winning. And there are losers. Loser, 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 loser. I turned the volume down on that one. Was it a lot better? Great. You liked it? Like you didn't You more. didn't do the overreaction? Oh, my ears. No. Okay. Winners and losers for the week 13 preview. What is in the headlines today? Uh, well, what's been in the headlines since the last show, I should say. Uh, Flan, first up on the on the losers list, let's start there because I want to get your expertise. Uh, uh, the San Francisco Giants are reportedly open to trading Madison Bumgarner. Talk me off this ledge. What's going on here? Is this a good move? Is this a bad move? Is this a move that we should, like, how should we feel about this? It's a great move. It's a great move. We're getting rid of, of okay. a legend. A Paul Bunyan in the sport I don't know of baseball. I don't want to say actually. I want to say it's a great move, but it is a move that you'd probably want to do if you want to compete sooner rather than later. Valid. Yes, I, I can only imagine the type of trade ret- or the type of return that you get if you don't trade him and you decide to keep him. You're wasting his prime years on a shit team, and you're just delaying your rebuild for another two. What if you can years. rebuild around him? You can't because you have no farm system. Okay, well, I'll just and you're not, and then you're, you're not going to bring in any talent when a team 500 miles south is going to just pay one dollar more than us <laughs> that's true and then also you think he would run off to the dodgers if he if he was given the right amount of money you think he'd run off i don't think he'd go to the Dodgers. i think i think it's, I think it's ba- the best place you would want to go is uh either atlanta or um well some some i think atlanta would be his favorite place you want to be um but I, th- I just think like if you're trying to build around him you had to build through free agents, and we saw how that went. And veterans last year and didn't work out too well. Interesting. This, to this, the league's come to the point now where you either tank and just rebuild your farm system and hope you have, a, and, a, and then you start just hoping your team becomes like the Houston Astros, mm-hmm. or you already have. I don't know. It just that that's how the building of a team is now in, in baseball. Um, that's why I think that's why you see the Yankees not be as dominant in recent years compared to years before. Because past teams, they've always just go out and get the best player in free agency, and they just have a crazy team. But now, most teams are building through their um, farm system. farm systems, and then also they uh, have more money to spend too because these TV deals are ridiculous. But if you want to, if you want to compete for the Giants in two or three years, you have to trade Bumgarner. He's your yeah. only piece you can get anything out of. Not even like a Crawford or a Posey. No, you can't get shit for Crawford. Posey's also he came off an injury, so you can't get as much for him. And then Crawford, you're not he has one of the worst bats at shortstop. Okay. All right. Well Dude's bat average went from three twenty to two thirty. The state of the Giants <laughs> is in half. a is it <laughs> the state of the Giants is in a giant state of decay. And we are trying to fix that as fast as possible. So we will keep If you want to compete in five years, then you don't trade Bumgarner. If you want to compete in two to three years, you trade Bumgarner. All right. I think I'm on board with trading him. It's going to hurt. It's going to hurt, but I'm down. You're gonna, you're, you're, when you trade him, you're going to get the back, whoever you're trying to, you're going to get the back their number one pitching prospect, which is you have, you have to wait till June to get that. Mm-hmm. And you'll probably get two or three more pretty decent um, prospects, depending on how desperate the team is. At that rate, yeah, what I'd be trying to do is I would be willing to trade Bumgarner for the top prospect at each level for a team. So give me three prospects. Your top AAA, your top AA, and your top no, single no team, no team will do that. They'll probably give you like a utility player. Um, for Madison Bumgarner, you can't try and parlay three prospects out of him? You can't get three top blue chip prospects for one player. That, that team would just say no to you. Okay. But, I mean, what they, what they're, what the best thing that the Giants could do is not trade Bumgarner this offseason 
Hope he comes back and has a damn good first half and train with the deadline. So to some team that's desperate as hell, and they know they, they might make the playoffs and they do, they have this the best postseason pitcher in baseball. Hmm. Right. I think training the deadline would be the best thing if they want the highest return on their value. Well, it started off on the losers list, and it looks like it might be moving over to the winners list now that it's a loser though for the Giants. You like to see because Bobby Evans screwed up. You like to see him and Posey be Giants for life, but Bo- Evans screwed that whole thing. I was up. Say, if there's three, if there were three guys that I'd want to see stay Giants and retire Giants, it'd be Crawford, Posey, and Bumgarner. And I think Crawford's Crawford just that are there for nostalgia purposes because you could throw him in the same boat as like my disdain for Brandon Belt. Yeah, the thing is that, that he's just more of a likable guy, I think. Yeah. And he's, he's more clutch than Bell Such is. a family guy. He keeps on popping out babies every year that he's with the Giants. He just has one to commemorate every year that he's been with the Giants. Now, if you want if you want to blame anybody for the, for Bumgarner getting, getting traded, it's all on Bobby Evans because he fucked the future of the Thank franchise Thank you. Up. Thank you, Bobby Evans. All right. Uh, first up on the winner's list, we're going to go. This is twofold. All right. So it's just the theme is balance. So I don't know if you saw the video of Kyrie Irving that surfaced. Uh, well, of a thriller move. A thriller move. Yeah, exactly. Well, no, not thriller. Smooth criminal, I think, is the, the smooth one. Smooth criminal? Smooth criminal is the one no. you're thinking of. But, uh, yes, as Flannel... Neither was I, but I know I mean, I, I know that because... I only, I only know the thriller song, and I know a few songs. And then one of the, the most recent songs, Drake, I remember that one, too. <laughs> okay. Uh, no comment. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Kyrie had a video leak out. It was like about 15 seconds long, and it's of him doing different exercises at practice. And yeah, he gets a smooth criminal lean to the f- forward and also to the side, which made it look fake. There's a there's a couple cut scenes where people are walking in front of him, and then he's balancing on top of basketballs. What led me to believe that it was that like to realize it was fake was he was wearing um, his Kyrie shoes with the color scheme that was called uh, Black Magic. So it would make sense. It would kind of fit the theme of him leaning too far one way. It's Why like, don't you just call it magic? Why black magic? Because the shoes are black and white, so and predominantly black. So okay, it, don't well. stop trying to dig there for race, okay? <laughs> black magic is a is a saying, all right. Just like the dark arts, all right. You're not just gonna go white magic. Sounds uh, that sounds more racist than black magic. Like, come on, white you got some white magic, softer. man? No, white magic sounds like white power. <laughs> I guess to who's who's perceiving it. All right, um, and then the second part of that for the balance is a new balance in general. So Kawhi Leonard has left the Jordan brand and has signed with New Balance. Now um, it just I, shows you Kawhi is, uh, is just not well, mentally there. No, because he got more money. He got paid more money to go to New Balance. But I'd look at it like this: is like New Balance, the most famous person that New Balance has had sponsoring their sneaker in the past twenty years has been Matt Bonner. So need to step. Are those it up. cool shoes? No, they're not. Ooh. They're like the Air Monarch. You know those like just imagine Dad cookout shoes. But I don't think he'll be wearing those like on the court. Probably all black shoes. Darren Rovell chimed in. So shockers, gotta let everybody know what's going on here. Everyone dissing New Balance because of the Kawhi signing needs to do some research. New Balance has been on a year. Revenues have risen from 1.5 billion to 4.2 billion annually in the last decade, and they have somebody else on their roster who could be the hottest female athlete in the world in 2020. Ghosted Go is her Twitter handle. I did not click on that to find out who it is. So. The reason why is there's a bit of New Balance is pretty well known for their outdoor shoes and stuff mm-hmm. and running and stuff. And it's well, it's a good thing that the basketball's played outdoors and on trails. So, you know. They're just saying that they that's it's become a big thing in the last 10 years. I wouldn't be surprised. And half marathons and stuff. I wouldn't be surprised if they come out and these shoes are nice because New Balance has some nice baseball cleats. Well, they have to hit because they don't really have anything in the basketball market. Yeah. So I bet you they'll come out looking nicer than those Pumas that they're getting all the rookies to sign to. Those shoes are, I think they could have done better with the Pumas. 
Um, I thought Puma just made soccer shoes. Well, they don't. And they make some pretty comfy socks and boxers, too. Um, all right. Next up on the losers list, we're going to stick with Darren Ravel uh, because oh. this guy's got he's just He loves numbers, and to a fault, uh, he went and posted a receipt that is up for auction, uh, and it's Tiger Woods signed bill from the Bonefish Grill dinner 15 years ago. Uh, he There was some discrepancy on exactly how much Tiger Woods tipped. I don't really care. But Orlando, Florida... Here's what a dinner with Tiger Woods was like back in 2003. So this is the height of Tiger's hate. Like, this is right when he's hitting stride and he's the most popular athlete. And this is what he fueled his body with. Uh, a glass of Ravenswood. So, I mean, that's a glass of wine. Ahi tuna with the house Danish. Uh, a specialty swordfish with the house Danish. An Atlantic swordfish, Oscar style. have no idea what that means. Rainbow trout and corn chowder. Chilean sea bass, Oscar style. And then chops. So I presume that's like a, a, a lamb chop of some sort. Um, so the total ended up being like 122 bucks. That's actually, I feel like, oh yeah, pretty reasonable. Right. Yeah, I thought, I thought it'd be a lot more expensive. For what? Yeah, well, you're also in Florida where seafood, I feel like, is a little bit more abundant. So it's probably not as expensive and yeah. it's a little bit more reliable. Uh, but yeah, so good for good for Tiger for uh, fueling his body like this. But Darren Ravel, loser for, I mean... Dude, I don't give a fuck about Tiger's receipt. Like the fact that I just read I that off. I I've heard of the name. I don't know who the dude is. He's like a, just a number, just a numbers guy for ESPN. Like he's all uh, about the business aspect of it, and he's actually signed to leave ESPN. He's going to be signing somewhere new. He just announced it the other day. But uh, he's they're taking on the Darren Ravel brand. So he'll just anytime that there's. I know like, the PMT guys hate him. Yeah, well, they don't hate him. They just troll on him for fun because he's one of those guys where, like, for example, if. We were doing a live stream of the podcast, and we had 50,000 people tune in, and I'm drinking a Coca-Cola on, on here. You know, Darren Ravel would come on and just be like, oh, uh, Jeff just made – or Coca-Cola just made, you know, approximately $3,000 in that oh, half really? second. In that half second that was shown of Jeff sipping a Coca-Cola. It's just he gives like he some just gives the, just be all, okay, gotcha. ridiculous, ridiculous analytical breakdowns for dollars gotcha. and cents type of deal. So, I mean, he's definitely an interesting follow just because there is some stuff that will pop up. But then other words, like when I, first, when I saw that one pop up the other day, I was just like, oh, my God, Darren, get a life. <laughs> Please get a life. I respect you and what you do, but you really do need to get a life. <laughs> but I'm also that nerdy about other aspects of sports, so I can't hate on him too much. But for now, he's on the losers list. All right, next up on the winner's list, we are going to let Flan do some little bragging here, but I also have a little question and a little challenge of why, maybe some fraud here. Uh, Gonzaga is number one in the latest college basketball poll. How do you feel about that? Um, I still, I think it's I'd still to be determined. I think it's pretty early to have a poll out. Never too early. This is the, clearly the number one team in the nation, right? Uh, I want to hear think, you say I think, it. I think they're say top it. five for sure. Nope, not, not good enough. I want to hear this is the best damn basketball team in the land right now. Uh, I'm not going to say that. Okay. But uh, I think if you beat Duke on a neutral floor, it's pretty impressive. And why aren't we going to why – why did you back out of our agreement to go see the Dons play? Because USF play unemployed and need a job before I can do any of that uh, stuff. I got, so what if I front – so I'm willing to do this on the show, pressure you into this. If I front you that – if I front you the money for that ticket, I'm going to want it back. I'm not doing anything until – sorry, I have a $50 bet that I lost at the pay in about a week or two. Mm-hmm. And I got Travis Scott in a few weeks. Oh, uh, that's right. You're going to be. And I got Niner game going to in three weeks, in four weeks. Better start listing yourself as a gigolo online <laughs> if you're trying to make some money there, sir. Well, I'm, I'm severely disappointed because if they are number one and they're going up against a pretty hot USF team in January, so I just want to, uh, I wouldn't be, <laughs> USF started off 6-0, and oh, so just want to throw that out there. Love that. Yeah. The Dons. Maybe for real. I'm not, I'm not sure, but we'll see. Hopefully it'll be Great a war memorial. 
War Memorial is a great gym. Very small, but it's very cozy. Great atmosphere. The place gets rocking. It's like a high-end high school basketball court. Okay, they didn't need that type of disrespect in their life, so you can take that back anytime soon. Uh, all right, next up on the losers list. This is actually last up on the losers list. A pair of college football coaches got fired, and we are a little late to the party re- uh, reporting on this. But uh, Cliff Kingsbury is out at Texas Tech, and college football just got a lot uglier. Literally, this man is a this man is very. I mean, I'm gonna say this. No, he's a hot wife. I don't know. No homo. Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury could carry that relationship himself in the looks department. He's very attractive, and he said he's gone on record saying that he's flirted with single moms of recruits before to try and get kids to lean Ooh. towards a school. I don't know if that's right. The, if that's the right approach, though, coach, you're supposed to I mean, be recruiting me to come play with you, not try and sleep with my mom. I mean, that's why his team sucked. Yeah, well, you know, now there's mutterings of him going to uh, USC, which I think would be a very good move for the Trojans. Uh, so what was, what's the coach? Or come to uh, Michigan, take over Harbaugh's job as coaching some bullshit offense. Oh, oh, you want Harbaugh out of Michigan? No, no, I don't want him out. I just want a new offensive style. You just know what's coming in every every play for Michigan's run, run, pass, run, run. Play Incorporate the tight pass. end, yeah. <laughs> so, um, but it's it's interesting. So. He could end up at Michigan. He could end up he's at not, US. He's I th- not going to end up at Michigan. I think, well, no, we can't rule that out. We don't know. He hasn't specifically come out and said explicitly, I'm not going to Michigan. What I think we do need to pay attention to is the fact that um, he could end up at USC. And what's the USC coach's name? Clay Hilton? Yeah. Yeah. That offense was looking very archaic uh, with a freshman quarterback. And imagine what Kingsbury could do coming into USC, resurrecting his career, and all of a sudden he parlays that into a better job out of the Big Twelve, in the Big Twelve, or somewhere out of the Big Twelve. But all we know is that he's going to be the guy that you want because um, the Big Twelve is where you score a lot of points. So, and then the next coach that was fired was Larry Fedora, and he's out at UNC. So not only did college football just become uglier by losing Cliff Kingsbury, uh, our military and future generals. Are also taking the hit here because there is will he be the guy that said that America will fall. Yeah, he was the Larry Fedora is the coach who went on record and said that um, a football is the reason, violent football is the reason why our military is so good. So we're fucked. We're fucked. Larry Fedora is out here. He can't be shaping our future soldiers of America through the game of football. He'll be getting a job in the NFL quickly. Oh, man, <laughs> the way the NFL operates, yeah, especially if he's. Yeah, that would be the first question. Just how do you shape soldiers? Oh, you make them stand for the anthem and, and he just have a job right away. So we'll we'll see if somebody like Hugh Jackson can get a job in the NFL after winning three games in three years. Uh, Larry, he's, he's, he's an offensive assistant, isn't he? He's a defensive assistant. He's still getting a job. Oh, he's still wow. getting league minimum. He's getting six figures to stand on that sideline. Defensive line. assistant. He's an offensive coach. <laughs> he's probably in there to like tell them what he thinks teams are going to do on offense for, to the defense. From yeah, from an offensive, yeah. he's to tell the defense what to expect from an offensive. That's line. what that's what Harbaugh did with. Um, What's it? What? Uh, who's uh, Mangini? Not man. Is it Eric Mangini? I, I believe so. Yeah, that's what he did with Eric Mangini, the office assistant. I don't know if that always works out. In Hugh Jackson's case, it did not. Um, so there's that. But yeah, uh, Larry not working for Mangini. He ended up being the defensive coordinator and had the worst defense in <laughs> NFL history. Larry Fedora could end up with another job. Um, if not in college football, it will definitely be with the with the army with the, with some branch in the military. They'll have him out there. He'll be advocating in the deep south, just recruiting door to door. It's it's a different type of recruiting, but it's one that you're used to. So how about that? Um, all right, and then last up on the winners list, the college football playoff poll was announced. We're getting rid of that slid little segment and the imaging that went, the poor imaging and whatnot. I mean, oh. it's kind, of, it's kind of a joke around here anyway with how poor imaging can be. But 
Anyway, we got rid of that one. Um, and we're just so we're so close to the end of the season. It really doesn't matter. Uh, number one, Alabama. Number two, Clemson. Number three, Notre Dame. Shocker. Number four is Georgia moving up, I believe, one spot. Uh, and then Oklahoma at five. Ohio State at six. Michigan at seven. UCF at eight. LSU has dropped to 10. So what are we saying right here? No way Michigan gets in at number seven, and that's what the committee has done. They've put UCF at number eight. Sorry, there's no way you're getting in unless all these teams lose and players get sick and the plague strikes the locker room. There's no way UCF is making it into the playoff system. Uh, you really need – it looks like Alabama, Clemson, and Notre Dame are in for sure. I feel like even if Alabama loses to Notre Georgia – Notre Dame is going to absolutely rocked against Clemson. They oh they are so slow. Notre Dame's too slow to compete. Notre with Dame is the equivalent of a is the same as Michigan, just some fraud, yeah. uh, just overrated team. Uh, I definitely just th- like that. Michigan, Michigan, Notre Dame are in. I think Notre so. Dame could hang with Clemson no, more than no. they could with Alabama. Cle- oh, they they get they're gonna lose by double digits easily to both teams. <laughs> All right, well yeah, so. Even if Alabama loses to Georgia, can we agree that if Alabama loses to Georgia, you probably They're just see no. You see Alabama probably drop to the number two seed, and oh, then no. and then Clemson will move up to the number one, and then this final four is in. So if Georgia wins, they screw Oklahoma and they screw Ohio State no matter what happens. If Georgia loses, Oklahoma has to win against Texas. As long as they avenge their only loss on the season, you can't let Ohio State go in there after they got their ass handed to them by Purdue. And it's like go check and see what Purdue did on the year, you know. So and then Michigan's not getting in with two losses, and like I said, UCF is too, too weak, and everybody else underneath that just better luck next year. So it's really six teams competing for four spots right now, and we just have to see how it plays out. Uh, what am I trying to say here? Dark Horse Pitt is playing in the ACC championship game against Clemson. It is not on the Lytle's locks, but Pimp or Pitt is I think a three touchdown dog. What if the University of Pittsburgh beats Clemson? Georgia beats Alabama, Oklahoma wins, and we're just, oh my goodness. Now, is Clemson deserving to get in there? Would that automatically bump Ohio State in there? Because I think what the committee did after after Ohio State thumped Michigan was they put Ohio State there as just a buffer. It's like, we, we're going to put them here just so it's clear that they deserve to be in here when, they, when it's not clear that they deserve to be in there. The whole thing's a mess, and uh, we have to wait until Saturday to see how things play out. Basically, uh, be a conference champion, and you're getting into the playoff, unless you're Notre Dame because you don't really play in a conference. You know, you're part-time in the ACC, part-time in the Pac-12, part-time independent, you know. All right, so that'll do it for the winners and losers. It is now time for the wood chipper. What? Why? Why? How can you do this? Why? This is outrageous. Why? Why? It's unfair. So the wood chipper is where we get things off our chest that are really bothering us, and I just want to do this real quick, uh, make this nice and simple. Um, the re- the return of the wood chipper for those of you that do not know, uh, the NFL. It's it's really interesting what's happening here in the NFL with this recent news. I tweeted out once the Niners cut Reuben Foster. I said Reuben Foster, Dallas Cowboys, hashtag collision course. Like it was inevitable that they were going to link up. Uh, I was wrong on that. Wrong team, right division. Had a couple people come after me on Twitter, uh, made me feel kind of special, and they were just like, this is a terrible take, blah, 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 you were wrong. And I was just like, okay, yeah, I was wrong. Uh, But what I think is more important to look at, and I'm not deflecting because I I was wrong, it happens from time to time, Uh, when you you talk as much and bloviate about different sports and have all these different opinions, you're you're bound to be wrong once in a while. Um, I think it shows the real issue with the NFL is how talent is completely... Is, is like the one 
uh, one, I guess if you should say, heal all, I don't, it, it fixes everything for you. It doesn't matter what kind of personality issues you have, what kind of uh, red flags you have in your background. If you're talented enough to play in the NFL, there will be exceptions made for you. You will be given multiple chances. We've seen this on multiple occasions. I think the biggest example that we're seeing now is Reuben Foster being claimed by the Washington R-Words. Um, you know, not only that, you have Adrian Peterson who, you know, what you do to punish your kids is, is what you do to punish your kids. But unfortunately for you, it got out that you were using switches on them, which is a little, hmm. We saw the Cowboys sign Greg Hardy after a couple of domestic violence instances there. Zeke, uh, Ezekiel Elliott's been in the news here and there. Alden Smith had some issues. Granted, he's been let go, but he was picked up by the Raiders. Like you see this where if there's enough promise at the position, people are willing to take all these chances at you. And what the NFL is saying um, and without saying it, is that they're losing their collusion case. You can't bring in somebody like this. Um, you can't bring in a Mark Sanchez just because he's familiar with an old coordinator from a couple of years ago and he hasn't been playing football. Like I understand the whole Kaepernick thing is he's not going to sign this year, and it's fine, but the NFL just needs to openly uh, just take that on the chin because your actions are 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 way louder than any words that you might throw out there saying that there's no collusion. Uh, take example, Eric Reed finally got signed by the Carolina Panthers. What was that, about four or five weeks ago, Flan? About four or five weeks ago. I think he's been in the back in the league for about five weeks. Forever long Eric Reed has been back in the league, add one to the amount of drug tests he's had to take since then. And you're thinking to yourself, oh, well, that's just because, you know, he's coming back midseason. They want to make sure they don't catch anything, you know, they want to catch something right they want to make sure they catch something, anything they can do to label this guy and, and have a justifiable reason to not bring him back into the league. Right now with Cap, you're leaning on this excuse of he's out of shape, he doesn't really know any of systems, you're going to have to rebuild the playbook around him. A very capable backup quarterback, I mean, especially when you take a look at what the Bills trotted out there this year. You take a look at the likes of RG3, who does not have the arm strength that Cap did and is broken from, his, from just being run into the ground in Washington. So it's really interesting. Uh, Cap, still no job because of the protest. Eric Reed is getting drug tested every other day because of his protest. But what the NFL is saying is uh, don't stand up for social injustice. If, if you lose your temper every once in a while, we get it. It's a violent game. So you'll fit right in and we'll cape for you there because there's a little cultish brotherhood that goes on within locker rooms and, and coaching circles as is. But just a, very, a black eye that the NFL is issuing itself really is uh, social injustice, no uh, domestic violence we can live with after the Redskins owner or excuse me oh I caught myself the R-Words owner Dan Snyder went out and said two years ago or three years ago after the Ray Rice instance that domestic violence was absolutely ridiculous I don't care what statement you put out it's all words it's all about your actions uh, if if in, if in fact Reuben Foster does cl clear this somehow for the third time uh, sure he can be allowed to be on a roster but when it happens again you can't be surprised. Now, I think it's a little bit more, uh, you're alienating, you know. It's more, I think it's, I think the NFL is saying that it's it's more important that they they try and alienate a group of, um, uh, you know, just the, for lack of a better term, just blacks. Just, they're, they're trying to, to limit that, uh, the, the way that they're able to speak out and, and what they're doing with their fans. So that kind of, that one got off the rails there a little bit. But it's just, the NFL just clearly saying, hey, uh, this stuff doesn't matter as much as this stuff because we only care about our image. 
when it comes to losing a bunch of sponsors. You might lose one sponsor because Ruben Foster signs to a team, but once you start losing multiple sponsors because you got guys taking knees during the national anthem, that's when it's up, oh, up. Oh, we got to be careful here. So that is my little rant there. Flan, do you have anything for the wood chipper, or was that just me going off for no reason? Uh, I got a little 30 seconds for the wood chipper. Go ahead. Uh, I would like to throw into the wood chipper every single one of my teams that I root for because <laughs> they all suck. All right, I went serious. You're going lighthearted. All right, so Giants the, the Giants, suck. the Niners suck. The Dubs don't suck. Well, growing up, I was more of a Niner and Giants fan growing up. Oh, so you're willing to admit that you have just come into the Giants? I'm not. I don't say I'm come in. I, when, I mean, what year would you say that you really got into your full Warriors fandom? Is it the We Believe year, '07? I mean, I watched it, but I mean, I didn't. I mean, it was just like I only watched when the playoffs were going on. Then I think I really, I really started watching it when the new ownership came in. Okay, so when uh, Mark Jackson's first year. Okay, that's fair. Um, so like a year before they got really good. Yeah. Okay. So that's when I started watching them more, but I still rank them as the bottom of my three Bay Area teams that I would root for. Can't forget um, about the Sharks. Oh, they're, they're, that's number that's number four. But uh, <laughs> playoff, anyway, playoff hockey. Supposedly they're playing pretty good. Yeah, they are. Uh, but. The other teams, the Giants, the Niners. Giants suck. Niners suck. Actually, I read a, I read an article, and with the article on the way, if they do it right, the way the article says, I think they could be decent next year. But Michigan sucks. Got fucking housed by Ohio State, and that was the most. I was talking to my mom. I don't even know how I would react if I went to that damn school. I'd probably be. Locked in the closet for the next three weeks and not talk to anybody. Thankfully, I did not because I would have probably had to get c- talked off a cliff. No, well, it's just it, it's amazing how great of a program Harbaugh can make, and yet it seems like he can't win the games that matter. He's a quarterback. Yeah, it's true. I will say. Shea Patterson looked like the guy up until no. about three weeks ago. I told you for the three. longest time they're going <laughs> to lose Ohio State because of Shea Patterson, and they no. did. But anyway, uh, Giants <laughs> suck. They're probably suck for the next two to three years. Niners won't be competing for – Super Bowl probably until Jimmy G's healthy because Jimmy nah, G's probably long. two two years they'll probably be two three years. Do not get rid of Brita. Hold Don't on get rid of Brita. Jimmy G and Brita are gonna take you to the, the, thing, the thing. The thing that they they have going for them right now is that that everyone's double teaming DeForest Buckner. So if they were giving him a contract, it's not gonna be a through the roof contract. I mean, he wasn't gonna get one in the first place, but it's not gonna be a through the roof like contract like a some like they can they can disguise why they're not going to pay him as much because he's not getting the numbers when they know exactly why he's not getting the numbers because he's attracting so much attention but yeah like but they they have, they have players right now they don't have really anybody besides Jimmy G that's going to be breaking the bank when it comes to contracts which what is good because the only way you can win the NFL is either if you have a really really good rookies third second and third year players and you have a quarterback that's paid a lot, or you have a quarterback that doesn't get paid a lot, and you have a lot of good players. Well, you're also going to have to pay Nick Mullins, so be ready <laughs> for that. Back the Brinks truck up. Mullins, baby. But, Hashtag Mullins. Uh, in order for me to not put the Niners in the woods, but they lose out, because we have the number one uh, pick right now. Dude, that is so funny watching the plight of the Niner fan right now. Between you and Mateo, I get to watch it every other episode because but it's that's, just that's, like... That's weird. Like, I, would know, I, want them to, I want them to lose, but when I watch the game, I want them to win. So when they start losing and start just fucking up, I just start want to kick my TV. How in. about if they lose sexy? Like, how about if they're in it all the way? And I then still... They lose, I got, like that Packers game, goal. I was pissed with that the That one they should have had. That one they should have had. Packers game I was mad about. I was mad about the uh, Giants game. I wanted them to win the Giants. I mean, I just I wanna, was shocked at that one. I just want to see improvement. Literally, the defense, is, the offense has gotten better. Defense is just 
Well, the offense is a shithead. But Pettis looks good. Yeah. Anyway, my team suck. And I hope one day all my teams are at one time consistently good so I don't feel depressed about so where you, the hell you I want, grew up. You want a Boston my, right now. You want a Boston. I want a Boston, the Bay Area, and Michigan. But okay, well, careful with your careful with your mic, and then we'll work on getting the Boston Bay Area effect. Because we had it, we almost had it for a second there. It was uh, the the Giants had it right as the war, and then the Warriors kind of took the torch. And no, you were th- we 2012 was the greatest year for sports I've ever been a part of. That was the year the Niners championship won the parade, Niners championship parade. So Giants won the World Series, and the Niners won always. They lost. They went to the Super Bowl, and then the well, no, the Dubs weren't. Dubs uh, were. That was that was. I think it was the first year that. Jackson took him to the playoffs. They lost the Spurs that year. So they were getting good. And it was just like, oh, man, we're back. And that then, was like, fuck, yeah. We're like top five Spurs. But 2014, then, 2014 when the Giants won the won the World Series. And, and then, then 2013, the Giants sucked. Okay. And then Niners were good. And then uh, Warriors were good. And then 14, Niners sucked. The Giants were good. They Giants won the World were Series. good. Won the World Series. Dubs were good. Dubs were good. And then, then after that, just yeah. shit. And then, and then it kind of it just evaporated and was like, no. All right, so that is the wood chipper. It got to the point where I was asking my parents, why the hell did you make me grow up in the Bay Area? Oh, okay. <laughs> well, it's a wonderful place to live, so take it easy. It's just the sports teams, meh, you know, meh, sometimes. You got the A's to kind of cushion the blow. I know you're not going to... Speaking s- of which, did you see over. their pictures for their new stadium? Pictures? Yeah, but where are they going to get the money from? It's privately financed. Oh, really? Well, good for the A's. Is it going to be in Oakland? It is sick. Open? You know, they have, this, they have a thing. They have a, so they're going to do like a standing room only kind of thing for their stadium. But is it in Oakland? Yeah, it's in oh, Oakland. Okay. So I think they're, this is what they're doing. They're doing a standing room only where you can buy a ticket for standing room only. And then, you know how on AT&T Park on the nosebleeds you have that overhang that comes over? Mm-hmm. You can literally buy standing room. You, there's like they've got grass area all over the top of the stadium, and you can stand up there. So it's kind of like shoreline. Yes, yeah, but you, you, have, you, have, like, you literally have a bird's that You're literally on top. Okay. And it comes down. Shoreline amphitheater and it for comes those down to a V. To my it comes down go. to a V in... Um, Center field. I think it's their, they plan on having they plan on having it sit around thirty four, thirty five thousand. Okay. Pretty small, but there's knowing hey. the fan base of Oakland. Yeah, it's right. The bright it, size. As long as that stadium is packed, that's all that matters. It could be twenty. It could be twenty five thousand people. As long as it is but packed, I saw, people I are was, yelling. You're I good. thought that looked like an awesome stadium. Yeah. Well, good for the A's. All right, that was the wood chipper. Now it is time for us to get towards the gambling portion of the show because that's always fun. Ready to roll. Put up or shut up. It's time for Lytle's Locks. It is Wednesday, and you know what that means. It means friend of the show, and I guess we can call him gambling expert to a degree. Billy Lytle is back. Billy, how is it going? Uh, hanging in there. It's been a rough couple weeks. Oh, wow, you were loud. All right. Um, Gambling-wise. Yeah. <laughs> um, last week, it did not go as planned. Uh, unfortunately for you, or fortunately for you, um, there was somebody who was even deeper in the hole uh, on this panel. So last week, Billy went 3-4. and four, I went 4-3. and three, John went 5-2. and two, Props to John. And then Ooh. Flan, strong man over here, Went one and six. So, the one hey, you got one. Yeah, you're you got, creeping. You got one. You're creeping on us for a second. <laughs> there, 
the the one the one show that you wanted to make up as much ground as possible and could not. So that brings Billy's overall record to thirty seven and thirty one. For those of you keeping score at home, uh, I am thirty nine twenty eight and one. Flan is twenty six and thirty two, and John is twenty seven and thirty one. Uh, 27 and 32. If you count that double or nothing Raider game, that seems to, <laughs> yeah. Every 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 time we have him back on, it's a different excuse as to why that game shouldn't count. But all right, love you, John. All right. Um, uh, so we're back to the normal slate of six games. It is conference championship weekend in the uh college football world. So we have a couple games picked out there with interesting spreads, and then we'll get to the NFL portion. Uh, you ready, Bill? Oh, I'm ready. He's ready. Flan, you ready to avenge that one in six week? Ready to roll. All right. All right. Let's uh, have Flan go first so I know what not to pick. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay. Um, I know John texted in his picks. I was looking at his picks. I'm like, all right, we're kind of similar. And John went five and two. I went four and three. I'll, I'll ride with that mojo again. All right. So the first game we have is a repeat of the Red River uh, rivalry because you can't use shootout anymore given today's climate. I don't know. Um, so it's number 14, Texas, against number 6, Oklahoma. Oklahoma is favored by eight points. Keep in mind that Texas won on a game-winning field goal. What was that, back in like week four of the college football season? Uh, so, Flan, we're going to have you start first. Thank who you. Are, who are you going with in this um, I'm taking Texas with the points, but Oklahoma's going to win. So you're going to take Texas a cover, but Oklahoma wins the game. Yes. All right. Um, well, with that being said, Bill, I'm going to have you what go. What channel lo- is that game on? I Probably on ABC or okay. Fox. Well, noted. Let's hope this is Flan's one win of the week because <laughs> I think it's also going to be a close game. That Those teams always seem to play each other close. Oklahoma's been on a tear, but they can't play defense to save their life. So I think it's going to be another shootout like it was. The last team that has possession is going to win. So I don't see Oklahoma covering that eight. Interesting. So you got Texas. Hook them. Okay. Hook them. Okay, cool. Hook them. So that's what, yes. Billy's, that's what Billy's doing right now. Okay, cool. Hook them. Um, John and I are in agreement here. We are going with the Sooners. Boomer Sooner, baby. Because uh, Oklahoma not only has to win this game, they got to make this a statement victory because I have a feeling that Alabama-Georgia is going to be close, but we'll be getting to that game in a little bit. Uh, for that reason, I'm not exactly sure why John's doing it, but for that reason, I am saying Oklahoma is uh, is, is going to not only win this game, but they are going to cover because they need to for the college football playoff. Speaking of the game that I was just talking about, we move on to the SEC championship game where number one, Alabama, takes on number four, University of Georgia, and Alabama is giving 13.5 points in this game. John is taking the dogs and the points. Billy, you start first. Who are you taking in the SEC championship game and why? You got to roll with them dogs. Ooh, going with the dogs, huh? I mean, Alabama's been blowing everyone out this year, but I feel like they, they got to be tested at some point. This is a good Georgia team. They can run the ball. That uh, Holyfield kid's a monster. Yep. Yep, I'm not denying that. Uh, but I I think they can keep it close. I at least. I agree with your with your thought if not process. Pull it out. Yeah, for sure. I okay. So I look at this as I'm just gonna jump in here in front of you, Flan. Here, uh, Georgia is for sure gonna cover this game. Now it's a matter of if Georgia's gonna win this game, which I think they have a very good chance of doing. Alabama, the closest Alabama got tested all year was against LSU, and LSU didn't have the type of 
LSU has a good defense. Excuse me, almost died there. Uh, Georgia has a good defense, but Georgia has a better offense than LSU did. So, and it's like I've been saying for about the whole college football playoff as a whole. You are not going to slow Alabama down. You need to just merely outscore them. And for that reason, I feel like Georgia can hang around and keep it close. Um, they can slow them down. They won't stop them, but they can slow them down to help outscore and and cover. Flan, what are your thoughts? Yeah, you go, Jeff. You go. You go. I just picked. What'd you pick? I just picked Georgia again in your ears, and you're not listening. You need to speak. Up. <laughs> you need to speak up more. All right, thank you. All right, I'm gonna take uh, Alabama. Okay, why? Um, because they're really good. And <laughs> expert analysis. And uh, they're gonna shut out. Whoa, what was that? A reverb from Bill. Oh. Um, and then I think they're gonna. Uh, the defense is going to step up for Alabama, and they're going to win by two scores. Wow. Okay, so you're going to say they're going to cover easily. Well, it's a 13. Easily, point. that's a half point, isn't yeah, it? That's true. Uh, I take that back. Well, two touchdowns you think would be easy for Alabama. So I'm going to say that. Flan, the narrative is Flan thinks they're going to cover easily, so by at least half a point. Um, <laughs> next, There we go. Next game on the list, uh, we're finally going to bet some uh, Mountain West football here, gentlemen. Um, uh, at least, yeah. at least for some real, real. Uh, so number twenty-five Fresno State is taking on number twenty-two Boise State, where Boise State is favored by two and a half points. Um, so John took Boise, I took Fresno State. I think Fresno State is actually better than than they'd get credit for than Vegas is giving them credit for here. I think Fresno should be the favorite in all honesty. Um, I think that they can take it to Boise State. So, Flan, what do you think, Fresno State or Boise State? I'm going Fresno State. Interesting. Why? Wait, do we have a bet on Boise State a while ago? A I long can, time ago. I cannot remember. But I'm sure we did. I don't think we bet on them all year. Oh, really? No? Okay, maybe Maybe yes, so. maybe no. I'm going to take Fresno State. Oh, okay, but why? Uh, they're a California team. I don't know anything about these two teams. But all right. It's a California team. Very good. California bias. Bill, could you provide any insight on this game? Uh, Fresno's looked pretty good this year, but I do love that Smurf turf. <laughs> fun fact, Billy, with the Broncos. Billy Lytle was accepted to Boise State University back when when uh when we were graduating high school. I was too. You were okay. Did not go though. I, I got to Alabama too. You did. That'd have been pretty cool. You went. That you got. Sick. You got into Alabama. Yeah. I got shut down by the University of Florida. That's a hell of a long way. Yeah. I feel like you're you're you would have fit in right there with the aesthetic though. You would have done just fine, Bill. It'd have been it'd have been a fun time. <laughs> no, roll time. Um yeah, I got the housing application for Florida and I got super excited and then two and a half weeks later I got my rejection letter in the mail and I was just like, Oh, that took all the wind out of my sails, man. Was, That's out of order. I was down. Yeah, I was seriously I was so down for a solid week and then Hawaii was like, Hey, you wanna come here? And I was like, Yep, and I went and fucked off my, you know, next couple of years of my life there. Um but anyway. So, Bill, you're going to take Boise? Did I get that correct? Correct. Okay, after that tangent. All right. Next game on the list, we shift to the NFL. And uh, two fraudulent-ass teams, but two fraudulent-ass teams that's going to make an entertaining game for, for betting purposes. The Buffalo Bills are going down to Miami to take on the Dolphins, where the Dolphins are favored by four and a half points. Bill, who are you taking? I think this Miami team with Tannehan backs the real deal. Tannehan? <laughs> I really do. <laughs> about Tannehan? Yeah. They played well the past couple weeks. I'm rolling with the Dolphins. Rolling with the Dolphins. Well, maybe they I don't can, know how much faith he can have in Josh Allen. I was going to say, maybe after they play the Bills, the Dolphins will be able to get over the Tannehill that has been facing them 
Um, I think I too think the Dolphins will be able to handle this. This is a different Bills team with Josh Allen in there. Let's just get that straight. But when Miami he ran for 100 yards last week. But when Miami plays in Miami, they're a different team than the Miami that plays on the road. So I just want yeah. To but when you doubt the Bills, they end up winning or at least covering. Very true. But four and a half points. I feel like Miami could definitely win this by a touchdown. Flan, yeah, what are you? Yeah, they'll probably your... win it by a field goal. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, what is That'd your... be real Bills. <laughs> What's your thought process, Flan? Um, I'm going to take the Dolphins in this one. Okay. Um, I need Kenyon Drake to really step up his game because I took him third in the draft. <laughs> and he's an absolute bust so far. You took him as your third overall pick, or the third overall pick in the draft? Or you I took him as it your was, third it pick? It was pretty high. Okay. I was going to say, he's not a third overall no, pick. No, he's like third, third round, overall. Third, third, okay. round, okay. third round pick. Okay. Third round pick. Okay. All right. And... Yeah, Kenyon Drake sucks, so I hope he uh, steps it up this week. So go Dolphins. All right, go Fins. He's Flan is Dolphins this week. Not Dolph out. He's Dolphins. Oh. There you go. Hashtag. All right, um, and then John uh, is going to take Miami too. So clear consensus there. We are all actually hashtag Dolphins this week. Uh, next up on the list, an intriguing matchup just because it's a, a nice defense and an offense that kind of does what it wants to versus an offense that just can't be stopped when it really when it really turns it on. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings are traveling to Foxborough to take on the New England Patriots, where the Patriots are favored by five points. Uh, who went first last time? Billy did. Billy did? All right, Flan, who are you taking in this game? Uh, taking New England. You're gonna take New England. Yes, because they're rolling right now, and this December is like their month usually. And this is in Scott, uh, Foxborough, right? Yes. Yeah, they always win in December in Foxborough. Okay. And uh, I think they're gonna cover. All right, uh, Bill. Um, I'm on a different boat than plan. Okay. Skull Vikes. Skull Vikes, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think they can go in and actually win that game. I'm not that impressed Ooh. with. New England and uh, the Vikings have been playing a lot better lately. So you're falling for the trap, huh? You think that this is finally this is finally the time when they're when they're fading off there, and the New England dynasty might be slowly slowly fading away. Father time has to catch up soon. That's fool's gold, Bill. But I agree with you for this game. I too am taking Minnesota. In addition, so is John. I think Minnesota's defense is good enough to give Tom Brady problems, and this might be the last game that the Patriots lose. Uh, until playoffs so you know fingers crossed that they do lose this game uh, but I think five points I could definitely see Minnesota I could see Minnesota winning this game I could see Minnesota losing this game by a field goal so I mean you know it, it just depends on what defense is going to show up and what kind of Kirk Cousins are we going to get is is Minnesota's defense going to travel and is Kirk Cousins going to actually complete some passes be able to get that offense rolling up and down the field because uh, he got weapons got Thielen got Diggs got Rudolph uh, who's who are the backs there? I'm thinking I'm blanking Dalvin on the backs. Cook. Yeah, Dalvin Cook. Uh, they still got Latavius, Latavius Murray. Murray. Yep, yep. Cook's getting hurt all year. And then the defense is back though. Yeah. So I I have faith in the Vikings. We'll see. All right, now it is time for our wild card picks. I will start off with John's wild card pick. He is going out on a limb, and the wild card is just there for the tiebreaker in, in the interest that we all pick the same teams, which we did not. So that's good. Um, he is taking the Niners plus nine and a half when they travel to Seattle. So he is very confident in the Niners. Uh, I could tell by the reaction here that is not group consensus there. So we think that might be a, a, the bad, Mullins train, huh? a bad beat. Oh, he's hashtag Mullins just like I am. So, uh, I don't know. All their games have been pretty close. That's what they do, man. They lose close. 
They lose. Yeah. They're entertaining losers. I will they're, say that. Yeah, they they like to break your heart to make you think that they're gonna win, but they're not. <laughs> uh, all right, Flan, who are you taking for your wild card game? I am taking the Pittsburgh Steelers over the San Diego Chargers. That's foolish, sir, but okay. I appreciate this. Los Chargers. Los Angeles. Oh, what, what do you call them? San Diego? Oh, San Diego. No more. I um, always make that mistake, so I had to butt in because you always correct me. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, Melvin Gordon probably won't play playing, so I'm taking the Steelers. Ooh, that's huge. Okay, so that, you're going to take Eckler's going to have a huge game. Who? Eckler, the backup running Austin back. Eckler. Backup running back. I see. What's interesting is my prediction on that. So you, if I pick the Steelers in that game, the Chargers come and just absolutely just run all over them up and down the field. Well, Philip Rivers would pass, but Philip Rivers was damn near perfect last week, and there's no way that happens again. There's no way he gets the double juju back to back weeks. On that secondary, you might. Well, it, watch yourself. So it's been improving, and this is also the Pittsburgh defense leads the league in sacks. So Philip Rivers they should play Le'Veon more. Phil, shut up. Philip Rivers is going to be on his back a lot this game. So be ready for it. All right. This is the Steelers have a very tough schedule coming up ahead. If they can get this win over the Chargers, I will be very pumped. It'll make up for the loss against the Broncos. So uh, interesting, ballsy pick there, Flam. All right, I will go next. We'll let we'll, we'll save the suspense for Bill's last pick. I am looking at this matchup between the Cleveland Browns traveling to the Houston Texans where the Texans are favored by five and a half points. Look, don't get me wrong. Baker Mayfield has certainly surpassed any expectations I had of the Browns this year. I think I had him around winning four games tops. So um, what they've done this year is terrific. But this is a Houston team that's just hit its stride, and they lost the first three games of the year. They haven't had that tough of a schedule this year, um, and this is just further proof of it because the Browns, while they pose a threat, it's not a huge threat. I believe in Deshaun Watson. They don't have a strong running game, but they do have a nice defense, and Deshaun Watson, I think, is better than Baker Mayfield. So I say your defense is better and your quarterback is better, then you've probably got a good chance of winning that football game. Um, So the Texans will cover minus 5.5 points. Bill, who is your wild card game? I'm going to go with the Carolina Panthers over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, okay. Is that a is that a morning game or afternoon game? It's a moral uh, lock. morning, I believe, because it's in Tampa. It's in Tampa. Oh, okay, there we go. So Tampa is, or so you're taking Carolina minus three and a half over over Tampa. Correct. All right. Carolina's anyway. been hot the past couple weeks. McCaffrey's been on an absolute tear. And aside from that loss to the to the Seahawks, but yeah. Uh, they were pretty competitive. That game. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll give it Seahawks to you. Seahawks are a lot better than Tampa Bay. Yeah. Well, of course. They got they got a better quarterback, better defense. <laughs> but, Does Tampa Bay know who's starting a quarterback? Uh, I believe they're going with Jameis again. But it was interesting Jameis because week. last week, of course, it, it happened to come against the Niners. That was the one week in which the whole let's start our quarterback and have our backup come in and galvanize the team that it, the plan didn't, didn't even need to come into effect because Jameis was able to do what he was able to do. Um, but yeah, I like that Carolina pick, Bill. It's a safe, safe pick. Yeah, it, that's what that wild card's supposed to be. What's so funny? No, it's not supposed to be a safe pick. It's supposed to be a. Uh... It's supposed to be a nice win. Okay, well, you could take it that way if you, if you, if that's the way you're looking at it. I'm looking at it as like, what's a game that's gonna be one that could, like, you know, it could go either way. But I would definitely take this win. But I won't feel bad about if I lose the game. You know, like it's, I'm not going out there and and betting like. Kansas City at Oakland, like it's not like I'm taking Oakland minus or plus fifteen, you know, like that would be a really gutsy pick there. Uh, 15s. They could. 
Bill, you're going to have to take off the silver and black fandom here for a second and know that Kansas City is winning by three touchdowns over the Oakland Raiders. Yeah. Two touchdowns and a field goal, 17 points. Kansas City wins by at least 17. Garbage time, maybe they get a couple touchdowns. Kansas City takes everybody out. <laughs> All right, you they take the whole second half. You, you take those garbage time touchdowns, sir. <laughs> All right. If they can keep them under uh, 17, they could cover. I like it. Um, Bill, uh, as we look at the playoff picture, there is a group of um, six and five teams, and I just want to get your I just want to get an idea for you. Who do you think is real and who do you think is fake? Uh, I'm just using this as a precursor as we move towards uh, the power rankings. So the group of the group of six and five teams that I'm referring to would be the Ravens, Cowboys, Colts, and the R words. So which which out of which out of those four teams do you think has the best chance to make the playoffs and why? Uh, I think it's the Colts. Uh, I'd say the Colts and the Cowboys basically because of their divisions. Are yeah. Trash. That's that's fair. There, well, the Cowboys would make it in as a as a the division winner, and the Colts. Right, as of I, right now, right? I think the Colts would make it in as a wild card. Yeah, Luck's been quietly just killing it. Well, they're right another now. team that's that's just like the Texans. They've fallen. They've they've got the benefit of a not so tough schedule, right? Like the toughest yeah. game that the Colts have left, I think, on their schedule is against the Jaguars, and they managed to eke out a three point win against them last last time they played. So. <laughs> Eek. Eek. Uh, they still have Houston again, don't they? The Colts? Yeah. I can check that for you right now. Let me double check. Yes. They have the they have the Jaguars. They go on the road at Jaguars, at Texans. Then they host the Cowboys. Then they host the Giants. Then they travel to Tennessee to play the Titans. So this is a Colts Ooh. team. I can see the Colts finishing out 9-7 and seven and making the playoffs. Thank you. Do it in the mic next time. All right. We'll do it. <laughs> And uh, yeah, and then the, you look at the Cowboys. The Cowboys are another one that don't have a very talent. Or I mean, they have the Saints tomorrow night. Then they have the Eagles. So Saints, Eagles, okay. They play the Colts, and then they finish up against the Buccaneers and Giants. So the Cowboys for sure going eight and eight, right? Like, an eight and eight could win that division. It might. That division's having a down year. A very very down year. The Redskins losing Alex Smith is going to hurt them. Okay, hot take here. The AFC West will get three three playoff teams in. I think the Broncos could finish out the year 10 and 6. Yeah, their schedule looks pretty favorable. I am not just saying that because they just beat the Steelers, but I'm saying look at this at 5 and 6 and they have the Bengals, Niners, Browns, Raiders and Chargers left. They could get that Chargers win at the end of the year when the Chargers are resting starters. Yeah, the Chargers might not have anything to play for. Yeah. Come week 17. So, and they play them tough anyways. So, that's huge, but all right, Billy, thank you for taking the time to stop by and or you know, take the time to get on the phone and stop by and do this with us. Um, as always, it was a pleasure. Always. Okay, I was going to wait for you. I, was, I hope you had fun. Flan, do you have anything nice to say to Bill? God bless you, Billy. All right. Oh, thanks, Flan. No problem, man. Like well, I said, can you say that back to me, too? <laughs> yeah, right back to you. Oh, oh there you go. All right, well, Bill, uh, good luck on your picks, at least the picks that we agree on. Uh, for the ones that we don't, uh, I hope you lose. Yeah, I hope, right. yeah, I hope you lose. Too. <laughs> All, right. All right, we'll be keeping in touch over the weekend, shooting the shit. Thanks again for stopping by. Sounds good. Where will you look at me? I have the power!
Week 13 power rankings. And when I tell you that these are the only power rankings that you will need, I am dead ass serious. All the other stuff is just mumbo-jumbo garbage. Right, Flan? You can vouch for these? Your power rankings suck. All right, thank you. So with that being said, uh, as I hinted in the last segment on Lytle's Locks, teams to keep an eye out for, they did not make the list. The Baltimore Ravens, the Dallas Cowboys, the Indianapolis Colts, and the Washington R-Words. They are all six. Redskins. R-Words. They are all six and five, and I'm just not 100% sure what to make of those teams. The Cowboys will probably win their division. The Colts will sneak into the playoffs. Uh, I'm also I'm putting it in right now. Count on the Broncos making what, it. What are you gonna put in? What are you gonna put in? Patriots beat Steelers? No. Uh, I'm Again? saying I'm saying put the Broncos in the playoffs. Just write them in right now. Probably at five like and, what? At like five and AFC six. division, like part five, same story. What? So that's probably the title of the game. Just the same old story. What the Patriots, Broncos? Patriots just we're not we're not even Steelers. talking about that right now. Okay, so hold on, we'll get there in a second. But I'm saying the Broncos at five and six, they're gonna make the playoffs. They might make the playoffs at nine and seven, but I'm thinking ten and six. They might not lose another game with the way it's going, right? Yes, yes, so, yes, yes. Bet on the ponies, the Colts and the Broncos making it in the AFC along with all the other division winners right now. So you're gonna have Patriots, Steelers, uh, Chiefs, Chargers, Texans, and. Broncos, Colts. That's six teams, I believe. So is that six? Let me let me count that real quick. You can count. Patriots, Steelers, Colts, Texans. Who did I say? Chiefs. Chargers. Chargers. Oh, Broncos don't make it because that's seven. So nope. take that can't back. Can't count. You can't count. Wait, what? How did I get that? Patriots, Steelers, Texans, and then, Chiefs. And then Those are division winners. Do, 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 four. You got Colts. And Broncos. Ooh, no, because the Chargers are yeah, making it. In. Chargers are Broncos. Ooh, okay, I take that back. All right, so the ponies are not. I, it's going to be one of the two ponies. That's who's going to make it in for that last spot because the Chargers are making it in. So it's either the Broncos or the Colts. I'm not 100% sure. There we go. Thank you for helping me get through that. Uh, that was hurting. And then in the NFC, the Cowboys are probably that win in that division because the, uh. the R words are without their without their quarterback. The Eagles kind of storming back, but I'm just not sure. The Cowboys in a little bit more of a comfortable position. It's a Giants weak, got it in the bag. No, they don't. It's a weak-ass Cowboys team that's going to make the playoffs anyway. So with that being said, I those, hate that division. I, it's a very annoying division every year. That's it's the most mediocre. It's the most most tension of any division. Because they go 9-7, and seven and it's just like, oh, my got, God, this is a great team. They got Washington... New York, Dallas, and Philly. Huge markets. That's why you got to talk about them. And they had the they had last year. They was the first time they had a team that was really good with the Eagles. Other than that, they haven't. They've just been a. It's a nine and seven division. Yeah, yeah, nine and seven will win you that division. Um. All right. So, those are the five teams that are sort of hanging around on the outside. Number ten, not moving any spots. Not a whole lot of movement here with uh, with the top ten. Ah. With the power rankings. Number 10, Seattle at 6-5. and five. They took care of business against the Carolina Panthers. That's the 10th best team in the league, like it or not. It's the best 6-5 and five team in the league, like it or not. Russell Wilson is a bitch. Russell Wilson is amazing. No, He's no. One thing that Russell Wilson is always keeping them in the game. Pete Carroll will be over there chewing gum, smacking gum, and the the faster that overrated quarterback in football. Faster that Pete Carroll chooses gum, the faster and better uh, Russell Wilson plays. Just keep an eye out for that on the sideline. Still chokes. Okay, not on the gum, though. He at, chokes, though. At number nine. Balls in his hands, can't convert on one yard. Not moving. That was a Super Bowl. Different hey, story. Choke, choke. <laughs> Biggest stage, you choke. Number nine, not moving any spots. Montana didn't choke. The Minnesota Vikings at 6-4. Young never choked. Okay, thank you. Little bitch. 6-4-1, and one, the Minnesota Vikings after their win over Green Bay on Sunday Night Football. Who? The Who? Minnesota Vikings, number nine. So, 
Uh, I like their defense. But again, it's a quarterback, Kirk Cousins. Not really sure. I say Russell Wilson's better than Kirk Cousins. It's just that the Vikings have Case Keenum was better than Kirk Cousins. Vikings have a nicer defense, so I will hand that over. And they've got better weapons on the offense. So as long as Kirk Cousins not fucking it up, then the Vikings are all right. Was this a four-year deal or three-year deal? Three-year deal. All guaranteed money, by the way. Number eight, not moving. Not moving any spots. The Houston Texans at eight and three. Look. They haven't played a very tough schedule, so they're going to have a nice record. They're going to win this division. My wild card, my dark horse of the AFC. Is the Texans? Oh, yeah. Okay, it should be the Chargers, but all right. Um, (laughs) So after their win in Tennessee against Tennessee on Monday night, uh, the the Texans are 8 and 3. Again, Deshaun Watson, very good. I like their defense. Not really sure what else the offense has has going on. Um, You see the theme here. The bottom half of the top 10 is more better defenses. Top half of the top 10 is going to be better offenses. And those teams will win the Super Bowl. Number seven, dropping two spots after that loss in Denver at 7 3 and 1, the Pittsburgh Steelers. The fuck is going on, man? Fuck is going on? Got a great offense. Defense is there every once in a while. Yeah, you heard me say to Bill, they lead the NFL in sacks. It's the secondary that's pretty eh. Linebacking court that's kind of eh. And uh, James Conner, great running back, great passing back. I need to see more of him on the ground, actually on the ground, hitting the lanes. Is he like flying? Later. No. Oh, He's just a big, better in the air than he is on the ground. Well, you need to specify his And then you got Juju, you got Juju and AB, and then as long as Ben isn't th- – you know, Ben's going to be good for a pick a game. You just got to be ready for that. Ben's it's just, at the end of his career. You just hope that it's not, you know, like the last play of the game uh, when he decides to throw his pick like he did last week. So oh, number yeah. seven, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Number six, not moving any spots after they took care of Detroit on Turkey Day. Uh, Thanksgiving, the Chicago Bears at eight and three. I agree. They, they did it without Mitchell Trubisky, which is impressive. But um, again, I agree with that again, one. you don't have is Trubisky coming back? If Trubisky's not coming back this week, then I then I justify my my keeping you there at six. You don't jump up at all. If Trubisky comes back and he balls out, then I might consider moving you up. Number five. Listen mo- to that motivation, <laughs> motivation bears, motivation. That's, that's, uh, what do they call that? Um, Oh, white, not whiteboard material, but you know that is talking. whiteboard material. That okay. is that is that is locker room material. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so number five, moving up two spots. up. Number five after two spot jump, the Los Angeles Chargers at eight and three. Right. Did you see what they did to the Arizona Cardinals? Arizona the Cardinals. Team. Arizona Cardinals aren't that great, but Philip Rivers only missed one pass. Philip Rivers played so great that they actually took him out in the third quarter, despite my fantasy team. That's stupid. That's a stupid. Dis- stat. Despite my fantasy team needing Philip Rivers to keep stat. going out there. Stupid stat. What? That that the one completion thing. Stupid stat. Why? Because no, he was averaging like even seven yards a pass, something like that. It wasn't. It wasn't Dicks and Dunks. Like it was. It was decent. Was it like an Alex Smith kind of thing where he it was went nineteen not, or twenty against the Cardinals for one hundred and seventy-eight yards. No, 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 no. He had. He was like twenty-seven to twenty-eight and had two hundred something yards. Like he he slung the ball. Like okay. Philip Rivers gunslinger. So uh, win over Arizona eight and three. Melvin Gordon out. That's a little concerning. But again, good defense, good offense. This is a very solid team. It's just uh, are the Chargers going to be the standard Chargers and kind of you know psych themselves out here towards the end of the season? That remains to be seen. Number four, not moving any spots. Uh, New England Patriots at eight and three. They took care of the Jets. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. We're getting right around that time where the Patriots start getting real scary. And oh, wow. if you are falling for the trap that they are done, you are foolish, my friend. Uh, They're going to beat every team. Well, I don't know about every team, but I think that they sure you should just pencil them in for the AFC Championship game, and it's just a matter of if they're going to be playing against the Chiefs, the Chargers, the Steelers. Uh, I don't know about the Texans because they haven't been tested. I think those are your three best bets in the AFC, the Chiefs, Chargers, the Steelers, going up against the Patriots um, in the AFC Championship game. So I only have them at number four because I think that the this other AFC team 
uh, at number three, not moving any spots after their bye, the Kansas City Chiefs. It's just so much firepower, and they were able to keep up with the Patriots in Foxborough, but if, if the rematch comes... Uh, the Patriots will more than likely be traveling to Kansas City as long as Kansas City doesn't lose another game or if they lose and the Patriots lose. They just got to stay ahead of them in the standings. I think the Chiefs have them at Arrowhead um, come playoff time. So we'll see. And then number two team is the Los Angeles Rams, 10-1. and one. They had a bye. Look, this team is, re- is really fucking deadly. All right, offense, defense, you name it. Uh, the coaches, uh, the play calling is absolutely amazing. Uh, so much talent on this team. I think this for sure is going to be an AFC championship team. And uh, I think it's going to be a repeat of the NFC championship, uh, a repeat of an earlier season matchup against this team, my number one team in the league. Still haven't changed. They've been there for like four weeks in a row. The New Orleans Saints, they destroyed the Atlanta Falcons on Thanksgiving. Our Lord and Savior, Drew, frees us through four touchdown passes to four no-names, still put up a great stat line on Thanksgiving. Their defense is hitting stride. As long as you have to play the New Orleans Saints in New Orleans, you're in trouble, okay? The only way you're going to beat them is if you force them to go on the road, and even then I'd still have i still be willing to put some money on Drew Brees because he's amazing. So um, it's it's the Saints are by far and ahead the number one team in the NFL right now. Uh, your top five, again, number five, the Los Angeles Chargers, Number four, the New England Patriots. Number three, the Kansas City Chiefs. Number two, the Los Angeles Rams. And number one, the New Orleans Saints. So that is the power rankings. Now it is time. Actually, real quick, do you have any problem with those power rankings? No. Nope. You don't, you don't uh, contest it at perfect all? Perfect rankings. Okay, perfect. I sense a lot of sarcasm there. So um, let's just move this along. It's time for the pop culture update. Are you, are you stupid? It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. I tell you, it just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter, but we're still going to talk about it anyway. Why? Well, because it's in the news. Uh, Speaking of things that don't matter, Flan, we are going to start off with this, even though I am not a fan of this family at all. Uh, Kim Kardashian was in the news uh, recently, and did you see why? Did you hear about that at all? Did not. Okay, so she recently came out on her TV show. There's a clip that was circulating around the, the Twatter machine. Uh, that she acknowledged that or admitted to being high on ecstasy when her and Ray J made their when she became famous made their movie yes that uh, that went on the silver screen absolutely terrible sex tape by the way um, all right well <laughs> there you go it's got Flan's disapproval. disapproval he was not not a fan not a fan um, what did it for you just the overall just like quality or the editing uh, or the music it's or just, just I, I like all right I, that's I li- fine that's fine that's fine so like some background we don't story. need to <laughs> I, <like a> story. <laughs> I need a, I need a plot like, damn why, it why 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 is she in that room why, why are they on vacation what did yeah. they do to deserve the vacation yeah um all right so she admitted to being high on ecstasy and then ray j has since come out and said no the only thing she was high on was weed and she was smoking out of a pipe that was shaped like a penis. <laughs> so I just think the whole story has just like Kardashian written all over it. And the fact that we're still talking about this, what, like 15 years later, whenever it was that they decided to do it, yeah. like that's crazy. Um, but then again, you know, that's what they do is that this family just finds shit that sticks and they just keep throwing it at us. And they know that we'll keep on having it stick to us and immerse ourselves in it. So really stupid. But, um, yeah, she was just she was just high on on uh, the devil's lettuce. And Love lettuce. Yeah. Well, okay. Um, Especially move, romaine lettuce. Well, when it's not got salmonella, I've become more of a spinach guy. The more more older I've you gotten. You don't like salmonella? 
No. Wow. Yeah, sorry. It's kind of beta of you. Yeah, right. I, mm. I prefer to lose my weight the old-fashioned way. Uh, so, yeah. I, but fight I've been, milk. I've been getting spinach. So you I ever like, heard of fight milk? No, what's fight milk? You got to watch It's Always Sunny in order to understand it. What season? The newest season. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I haven't seen the newest season. I, I named my dog after Deandra. Oh. The character, right? That's what Sweet D's for. Sweet D. Yeah. D, you stupid bitch. Oh. All right. Uh, anytime she does God something. God damn, I hate Jen. D, you bitch. <laughs> but then she gives me those puppy eyes, and I'm just like, oh, come here. I love you. All right. Uh, next up on the uh, pop culture update, the um, were you a fan of SpongeBob? Um, I was more of a Scooby-Doo guy. Okay. But I watched SpongeBob. Relevant. Uh, so Steven Hillenburg has passed away. Rest in peace. He lost a battle to ALS. Uh, but yes, famously created the SpongeBob SquarePants cartoon. Um, lots of SpongeBob memories. I think one of my favorite ones, my favorite scenes from SpongeBob, is the Krusty Krab pizza. That whole episode is just so annoying, but so funny at the same time. Um, uh, the part favorite uh, SpongeBob was the uh, Goofy Goober song because that's like my. I'm um, a Goofy Goober. Anybody, yeah. If there's anybody in this world that's a Goober and it's a Goofy Goober, that's me. I am as goofy as you can come. I'm trying to think of what what was my favorite. Because, I mean, I like the Krusty Krab pizza where he's just like, the Krusty Krab pizza is the pizza for you and me. Krusty Krab pizza is... But I really liked the uh, anchovy scene where he's got to feed everybody. The, uh, he's got he's to gotta feed all those burgers. Let me see. Oh, yes, where it's got the living in the sunlight song. This one. Now you couldn't see any of that, but that Sick. was that's when SpongeBob was whipping up all those Krabby Patties. He's actually running all across them, so that's a health hazard right there. But yeah, run, uh, making all those Krabby Patties to serve all the anchovies that have just flown in. The me 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 me. Patrick's all my favorite character, though. All right. Well, did you know? Fun fact. I don't know actually if this is a true fun fact, but I'm gonna run with it anyway. Uh, SpongeBob was originally created to be on Adult Swim, and it was supposed to be a dirtier cartoon. And uh, thus, why it w- why the town was named Bikini Oof. Bottom, and uh, and you just had you know like Pearl is actually uh, the I guess what do you call that sugar daughter of Mr. Krabs, like Mr. Krabs is her sugar daddy. So I if you want to read into that a little bit more there, so uh, that's that. But yes, R.I.P. to Steven Hillenburg and a great show that you created. We all like SpongeBob to some degree. We can all quote SpongeBob in some shape or form. Uh, next up on the pop culture list. Amanda Bynes is back, dude. Did you see those pictures on the internet? She hot. Woo! Well, she's back like she never left. All I'm saying is that Amanda Bynes might have been, she might have left for a little bit, but then she came back and she had her own little break the break the internet images. Amanda Bynes was so good and big fat liar. It wasn't like she was naked or anything. I think she's on the cover of paper. Not exactly sure what magazine. You just Google, just Twitter it. Just in your Twitter search, just Amanda Bynes, and boom, you'll see some pictures of her. And she's back and she looks hot, dude. She looks very yeah. attractive. Okay, Flan's not impressed, so we're not running with that one as much as I thought we were. Anyway, I know there are people out there that agree with me. Amanda Bynes, looking good, good for you. Um, it'd be a tough call, man, between Amanda Bynes or Demi Lovato. Acting like oh, I had the Demi choice. Oh, Demi easily. Oh, my <laughs> God, they're close. Yeah, Demi's been hot for a while. She Demi also knows had a fun time, too. <laughs> okay, <laughs> easy there, sir, all right? She's getting better. Um, all right, and then last up on the pop culture update, at least as far as I go, 
uh, we landed on Mars again, and we are going to study the soil to find out if it's possible to do what we did. What yeah, I've been to Mars a few times. What, okay, thank you. <laughs> uh, dude, in Astro World, is that what that's about? No, I was, I was beyond Mars. I was in goddamn. Okay. Another galaxy. Good for you. So uh, anyway, we're just going to see if there's any way that we could do what Pew. Matt what Matt Damon did in The Martian is grow food and, and stuff on there. You know, we're gonna get or some. Or Matt Damon Interstellar. We're gonna no, that was not Matt Damon in Interstellar. That was uh, Matthew McConaughey. Wow, you never saw the movie, did you? Interstellar. Yeah, Matt I did. Damon's in it. Oh, is he really? Yeah, no, a huge ass cameo in it. Oh, uh, okay, okay. I was gonna. Well, I thought you were talking leading roles. No. Excuse me. I'm I'm just thinking of uh, all right, all right, all right. I love that line. <laughs> uh, right, yeah, that's right. like the end of the. I could tell you that I've seen Interstellar because the end of the movie is him banging on the bookcase that that gets his daughter. Well, yeah, like, the end of the movie is him going off in a spaceship to save Anna Hathaway's character. So that's his, that's the end of the movie. Okay, well, spoiler alert. He also ends you up clearly he gets, he gets high. You know, no, he gets stuck in like a paradox where he's like he's banging on the yeah. wall. He's banging on. Well, he's banging he was, on something. He said the end of the movie. That's not technically the end of the movie. Okay. Well, you get what I'm saying. At some point towards the end of the that movie, that is the climax of the movie. He is banging on the. He is banging on this thing because he's spying on his daughter. I think it is in her room, and it ends up knocking something. It ends up knocking <laughs> something off the bookshelf. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> to get her attention, and it's just like it's one of those things where it's like, oh, he's never coming back. That's crazy. So, uh, yeah, that was Interstellar, but that's a good segue because it leads me to. Uh, what is your favorite space movie? And hold on, because Mateo, I asked Mateo and John, I, I texted him, I was just like, hey guys, what's your favorite space movie? Don't worry, it's for the show tonight. Uh, John says Men in Black, and I was like, I guess that counts because they are in space technically. Mateo said Star Wars, I said, give me something better, so then he responded with Toy Story, and I said, what the hell's that about? And he said, to infinity and beyond. And so oh. I said, you're discredited, so that doesn't count. I'm going to take uh, Thor Ragnarok. All right, um, very realistic. Thank you. I was um, I'm also going to take uh, uh, Transformers. Okay. Nothing like Interstellar, uh, maybe Gravity, The Martian, Prometheus. I'm going to take The Martian. Any of the I'm alien. I'm probably going to take Interstellar. A- alien, any of the alien movies? Like oh, I, hate, I hate the alien movies. Aliens. I hate, I hate one that of those. shit. What about Armageddon with uh, Bruce Willis? No, I'll take the actually Battle for Los Angeles one. The aliens come in. Okay. That one's sick. Independence Day? Nah, I'm not a big fan of that one. All right. Uh, let's see. Any others that we're missing here? This is the and, end. I like this is the end, okay, too. That, I guess that counts as space. We'll, we're getting a little liberal there with that. Uh 2001 A Space Odyssey that's a Stanley Kubrick film that's really good that's one of those where you could put on like a record I guess and, yeah. and like it matches it syncs up with the uh, with the, the music I think it's a Pink Floyd album love that uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Dark Side of the Moon I think you can play Guardians with Guardians of the Galaxy is good you're gonna count that okay I'm waiting for you to say like something like Spaceballs so I can just be like oh there we go we got it so are you gonna throw Spaceballs no, in there too I don't like that movie no what about Gattaca? Do you remember that one? The dude, <laughs> the, no. the dude who like has to clear the DNA because he's not able to go up into space. That's a good one. That's crazy because it just lets you know how fucking nuts the whole DNA thing is that we do. Um, so yeah, lots of good space movies out what there. Su- what about Superman? He's from another galaxy. Okay, well. Yeah, you could say that. Damn. Wonder Woman too. God damn it, Flan. You could right. say a bunch of movies. You you could say a bunch. Or of do movies. You, are these movies are these movies like like. Is it based in outer space? I was looking for something a little bit more. Uh, well, apparently the list has turned into just <laughs> now there just has to be a space scene in the movie. Well, I mean, I mean, oh, might as well say Space you, Jam, you, dude. You, space you, Jam. Oh, true. Very true. Oh, that's a great space movie, dude. Um, but yeah. Or no, space is in it. I was just thinking of more of like, you know, movies Everybody that were like. Gotta get up. It's time to jam now. <laughs> heavily centered around space. 
uh, it is both a blessing and a curse Welcome to do this to podcast with you. Now. So, <laughs> all right, uh, that's it for me. Do you have anything to add to the pop culture update? Uh, yeah. Any uh, Travis Scott updates? Fucking studio. I mean, sorry, I didn't mean to just swear like that. Is Marvel Studios did. supposed to drop their goddamn trailer for Avengers four today, and they didn't. I'm, I'm very upset. pissed about that. I'm also pissed because Game of Thrones released a teaser trailer for the release date of the final season, but it was just a bunch of fucking scenes from past seasons, so there's no real new Ooh, content. It was a, it was, that was a huge tease then. That was oh, just a hype video. Blue ball on that one. That's like when they take then oh, the, that's like when they ball. take college videos and they show you pictures of last season and there are videos of last season and they're like, Yeah, you're ready for this season. It's like, well, you've uh, got different players on your team ball. this year. I hate so. that. The, uh, blue being blue balled is the worst feeling in the world. Yeah. I hate that. It shit. sucks. Um so, actually, a friend of the show, Lucas Fence, has a great blue ball story, but we won't throw him under the bus like that. Maybe next time he's on, we'll get him to share it. semester-long blue ball story. Uh, that's <laughs> uh, we'll get that next episode. <laughs> so, um, I would say, uh, in my pop culture update, I'm going to extend this. Also, I think I'm almost at the halfway point through Red Dead Redemption. So, people that have been following me while I've been talking about that on the show, I am about halfway through. I wish you luck on your quest. Thank you. I'm about halfway through chapter three. I have chapters four, five, six, and then the two epilogues to go after that. So I guess I'm not quite halfway through. Uh, I just don't know how long each chapter is. So I'm going to say that I'm about halfway through. Ooh, Almost how many there. times have you died? A lot. Oh, that's It's a very realistic game, so I've had to learn that you the hard way. You get shot once, you die? Yeah, you get shot about four or five times, you die. But you could you could be riding along, and your horse trips on something, and you go down, and boom, you're dead. And your horse is dead, and you're stuck in the middle of nowhere. And then you get reloaded, but you don't have your horse, so you just have to like jog for minutes on minutes on minutes to go these distances. How big is the map? It's very big. It's very expansive. You can do you can you can do open world right? Oh yeah, it's, an, op- it's an open world game. Yeah, I just I pick and choose James, what side missions I do. James Perry was telling me there's no free roam like until you get to a certain point. In the first, yeah, so you're stuck up in the mountains in the first portion of the game, but then once you leave the mountains, that's when the free roam opens oh. up. So yeah, it's just so you can get accustomed to control. I just want to run everything. around and kill people. All right, might want to get might want to talk to a doctor about that. They did just unload the uh, the online version, so you could do that if you so really want to. That's why I love to. GTA. Yeah, just just get in a car, run over people, hit stuff. All right, well, Flan might need chase. to go see a therapist there for those underlying uh, issues. Any Travis Scott update that you want to give us? Uh, two and a half weeks out, baby. All right. Oh, also that just reminded me in two so two and a half weeks you'll be out. Uh, from December 11th, there's gonna be no show December 13th. Uh, or December 12th. I'll be in Arizona. I'll be back on Sunday for the show on Sunday, but there will be no Lytle's Locks or anything. Not next week, but the week after that. Okay. So plan accordingly. We I'll will be, try. We'll be missing a show, and then we'll be back on the Sunday. To I'll, I'll come fresh off the plane. I'll still show up and do the show because I know that's the expectation <sighs> for us. So, um, all right, Flynn, anything else you want to throw in there before we sign off? Uh, yeah, rage or die. Okay, rage or die. Follow Flan on the Twitter machine at Brendan of SR5. Follow me at JW underscore CSR. Until next, oh, to the haters and losers, oh, of which you. there are fuck many. Fuck you. Until next time. Deuces. Yeah, I'm a floss, I'm a gloss, I'm a cop that easy. Run the spot for some chops, I'm about that greasy. Shorty coming to the spot, but no bleep, don't tease me. I think she hang around the click trying to get on TV. I know I'm talked about a lot when I'm gone, don't see me. Trust the process, man, I'm going Joel and Beasy. I'm a boss like Rick Ross, I'm a go no keeper. Freestyling, got a wet, that's a LA leaker. Guess who's coming out your eardrum and your speaker? I met the parents and they impressed how I treat her. Bag on passenger side, sting gray two seater. Randy Johnson with the flow, got Glow got heated. Hey, hop out, pull up, get out. Hey, hop out, pull up, get out. Hey.
They really do you bad when you lit. They really do you bad when you wit. I came in here sad, represent. I took a different nav, I'm a pit. I'm about to make it out of the pit. Why they bad, I'm a hit. From the line here and switch. From my crown to the shin dick. Now they a miss. When I'm gone, nigga, bitch. Don't call, that's a tip. I'm about to walk around with my shit. I never heard it down to the dips. I'm always out of town for the glitz, 100 miles for the trip, from my style that's a chip, yeah. Niggas at the house doing rips, stoop kids and we vibe to be next. I ain't have to rock a thigh while the flex, see the glam you see flex, I got diamonds and flesh, nigga. Friends turn to sketch, niggas real fast, life can't prep you on, it's like a meal plan. Shorty said to come through but she still playing, I got bills nigga too that I'm still paying. They really do you bad when you lit. They really do you bad when you wit. I came in here sad, represent. I took a different nav, I'm a pit. 